0: Hey there, Breanne here, and welcome to another episode of the People Engineer Podcast. Happy Fourth of July! It is a beautiful but super humid day, <laughs> uh, I guess Saturday, here in uh, Dallas, Texas. So um, I was sitting out here on my front porch. You may hear birds or a water feature here or there, um, but I, I was just kind of sitting here thinking and you know really reflecting. Uh, I had been rereading the Four Agreements um, the last few weeks and. It really stuck out to me, specifically, again, today's Independence Day. Again, happy 4th of July. And to really just slow down and think about the idea. Um, You know, I'm a nerd for words. I'm a nerd, you know, just, again, for learning. Uh, I know I say that a lot, but um, simply sometimes I'll just look up definitions of words. Things like independence, freedom, liberty. And these hold a lot of weight for us specifically when people start talking about their rights or their freedoms um, you know what we are allowed to do and you know I have a three year old nephew who comes to mind immediately when he rebels or he says no or he has an attitude with the response and I just can't help but think like he's learning you know his boundaries but he can and cannot get away with Um, and I certainly think there's something healthy about that but it's, it's Crazy that we think it's cute, and it's we can see it happening in front of us with a child, and yet we are limiting ourselves day in and day out with our own independence, freedom, our own liberties. And I just kind of wanted to start with giving the definition. Like I said, this was kind of my own time and reflection of looking up this thing and just kind of going through the discovery myself. Uh, you know, we all took government, or I'm sure we all took you know classes in high school, or for those of us who went to college. Um, to really get a better understanding of, again, the system that we're in and how it came to be and the history of it all. Um, So I'll just jump in with these definitions. First and foremost, independence. I have two definitions here. Uh, Shout out to (laughs) dictionary.com. But the first one is freedom from outside control, not depending on another's authority. Again, free from outside control, not depending on another's authority. Number two is not depending on another for livelihood or subsistence. Number two, a word is freedom. Uh, So the three definitions here, but the power to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or resistance. Absence of subjection to foreign domination. And three is the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. Um, that one really speaks to me, uh, especially now when again the, the civil unrest is continuing to, to exist, to stay. Um, I'm really glad that we have this persistence of people willing to speak up and we're having these conversations that are well overdue. Um, I just see so much hope and that we're actually having these conversations now, I actually get emotional just thinking about it. Um, And I would ask, as you're listening to this, if you'll indulge me, you can just close your eyes and really think about it. When was a time that you felt restrained? That you felt imprisoned, I mean the word enslaved, just to have this empathetic understanding Or even again, just envision yourself shackles on your hands, on your feet. You are not in control of what you can or cannot do. Someone giving you directions, demands. Someone actually has authority over you, over your life. And I just ask for you to sit with that for a second. Even just that feeling makes my entire body heavy. My chest feels like it, you know, dropped three feet <laughs> into my tailbone, um, and that's something I think we don't think about. You know, again, we we're quick to buy the American flags. We're quick to, um, you know, have an excuse to barbecue or have beers with our family and friends. I know this year may be a little different. Um, maybe you're just gonna have a small gathering. Maybe you're just gonna, you know, barbecue outside your front porch to really think about freedom, true freedom, independence. And so many of our Americans today in 2020 that do not feel that sense of freedom. They are limited, they feel shackled. Uh, it's, it's a feeling, you know, obviously very heavy. It's, it's not a light conversation, it's very difficult. Um, So thank you for indulging me, it's just something again I I couldn't help but envision for myself and I wanted to ask for you to just feel that for a moment with me. Uh, The third definition is for liberty, Um, is the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. Uh, The second definition is the power or scope to act as one pleases. So, you know, we say that the liberty to pursuit of happiness, uh, you know, that we have specific liberties being Americans, uh, you know, even just to think like the state of being free within society, you know, that's that's true for some people. I think, again, America was founded on this beautiful idea of, you know, you can't tell me how to live my life. You know, we want to, we do what we want. (laughs) Um, And again, kudos to those people who, you know, came over on ships and like were following their dreams and knew that there could be a better life somewhere else. But really think about that, you know? We want to, you cannot tell us how to live our life. So they were fighting for their liberty, right? They came to America thinking that there has to be a better way. We have to be able to live how we damn well please. <laughs> and the hypocrisy of all of that, because they came here with every right intention. Uh, granted, there were already people here in this country, so um, the lines already get a little blurred there. Um, but, but simply just the fact of the matter is They had this passion in their fire, in their heart, understanding and knowing with every belief, with all of their being, that it didn't have to be the way that it was, right? Again, back to these three words, the independence, freedom, and liberty. We have these rights. It's just a crazy hypocrisy of, of where we are now, of the system that was set up. And quite frankly, it was just kind of the fear, right? Fear is what builds walls. Fear is what makes us feel like we need to protect ourselves. Fear is what distances us from others. We start creating these differentiators. When at the end of the day, like, we're all human. We are all here having a human experience. We all have feelings. We all have families. You know, we all want to enjoy life. We all are totally unsure of what the hell happens when we die. <laughs> we, know, we know it happens. We know it's a part of it. And, you know, I think we're all just doing the best we can. So it's crazy to really think, you know, and the, uh, you know, to have the freedom from control, interference, obligation, restriction, giving us conditions, you know, simply having the power of doing, thinking, speaking in accordance to our own choice. Freedom from captivity confinement or even physical restraint it's it's its crazy to think about right because even though we may be physically free there are certain instances that is still not true still July 2020 people and as much as you know, we have so many different people, I I feel like it expressing that in their own way. We feel, you know, limited. We don't have freedoms to just, you know, gallivant around anymore with the pandemic. <laughs> we, you know, we feel confined, we feel constrained. Um, but even then, you know, other people are taking it into, unfortunately, you know, hurt people hurt people. People that feel maybe an emotionally imprisoned, they are, put shoving themselves so much into a box that they can no longer fit or mold or, you know, just reside in that they feel the need to take control over someone else. A trigger warning here, but you know, I, I know that that is 150% true of what happened to me when I was sexually abused as a child. You know, if someone felt out of control, they, you know, feel, felt like they didn't have authority in their own life. And so here was this eight-year-old girl, you know, meeting, wanting, looking for male valid- validation attention in a father figure, and he exploited that. You know, he took advantage of the situation, and I say all of this because, again, this, this idea of independence, freedom, and liberty, I feel like whenever we feel caged, when any individual feels caged and trapped your initial response is to fight. Like I was, I started, you know, this podcast with him talking about my nephew and how his initial stance of no, you don't get to tell me what to do, right? Uh, And granted, we take it as a threat. Like, no, you're gonna listen to me. I have authority over you. Um, And it's simple things, you know, granted, uh, you know, my sister probably does it because she knows what's safe for him or she wants him to eat his vegetables or she knows it's his bedtime. But it's those simple things of understanding, hey, I'm responsible for me. You know, like, hey, I have a choice. And if I have a choice and you're, you're, again, giving me a restriction that I'm not okay with, I'm going to fight back. And so it's a a beautiful dance, right? There's always a dichotomy. Um, I certainly, you know, believe in the ethics of, you know, your liberties and your, you know, rights go as far as before you start encroaching on those of others. So even now with the pandemic and people fighting for their right and their choice to not have to wear a mask... Um, you know, again, you have the right to, but at the same time, you know, like you are endangering other people. Like, let's be considerate here, you know, like let's, let's act out of generosity and, and understanding for each other. And it's it's just hard that, you know, again, picking your, your choices of when to fight for independence and, you know, what liberties you are and, and you know, are not able to have. Um, it's the beauty of it, but it's definitely the hard part, too. Uh, it's definitely, again, a, a double-edged sword. Um, so with that, I, I kind of wanted to actually go into uh, reading, again, the Four Agreements. There were some things that really stuck out to me. And again, thinking of this idea of us feeling limited, caged, uh, like I said, I, both physically but also mentally, um, is in the Four Agreements. And this is even just like the introduction, y'all. Like when I'm, I probably won't even touch the Agreements Agreements. Um, but just the opening ideas of, again, the, the introduction, uh, and it's called Domestication in the Dream of the Planet, and that's literally page one. And on page six, he talks about, um, he calls the process of domestication of humans, uh, and I'll ahead and read it, but all through this domestication, we learn how to live and how to dream. In human domestication, the information from the outside dream is conveyed the inside dream creating our whole belief system first the child is taught things the name of things by mom dad you know milk bottle day by day at home at school at church and from television we are told how to live what kind of behavior is acceptable the outside dream teaches us how to be human we have a whole concept of what a woman is and what a man is and so we also learn to judge we judge ourselves judge other people judge the neighbors children are domesticated the same way that we domesticate a dog a cat or any other animal in order to teach a dog we punish the dog and we give it rewards we train our children whom we love so much the same way that we train any domesticated animal with a system of punishment and reward we are told you're a good boy you're a good girl when we do a mom and dad wants us to do when we don't we get a bad girl or a bad boy When we went against the rules, we were punished. When we went along with the rules, we got a reward. We were punished many times a day. We were also rewarded many times a day. Soon we became afraid of being punished and also afraid of not receiving a reward. The reward is the attention we got from our parents or from others, like siblings, teachers, friends, We soon develop a need to hook other people's attention in order to get the reward. The reward feels so good, we kept doing what others want us to do in order to get that reward so with that again just think about it right like we are domesticated we are told again even if you're um a free spirit if you like to you know touch things jump on things like roll around in the dirt <laughs> um you know and i use even those simple things because i just think at a store right you see a mom don't touch that and slap his hand Um, And yet, you know, that's so much of how we learn, you know, especially as a child through our senses, we're seeing something for the first time, something looks soft. You immediately want to touch it. Uh, You know, I'm 30 years old and still like touch all the soft, fluffy blankets in the store. (laughs) Uh, Granted, I'm certainly being more conscious about it now with the pandemic, right? But, you know, that's just our initial reaction. Um, You know, that the sensory of our senses is, is so strong and beautiful. And yet here we are again limiting it. Um, and for what, right? Um, and and again, I think I always think again the commercials. And like I said, think of my nephew being so young and so impressionable. Um, but you see the you know commercials of like pots and pans, and I think it was probably like a dish soap or something, right? But the kids playing with pots and pans, and they take them all out, and they're you know sitting there banging and understanding like, oh, this makes a different sound than this, and you know like I, they they just made a homemade drum set. And they're curious, and they're having fun, and it's those moments where again we lose that sense of oh, they're understanding, or you know they're being creative and imaginative, and you know just exploring the world in a beautiful way. And yet, you know, as parents or as adults, we see that as oh, you're just creating more work for me. I have to wash all those pans now, <laughs> uh, rather than really taking the time to be in awe or marvel. At this, you know, beautiful life that we have, and it's it's just crazy how we'll get so caught up in the mundane things, we get so caught up in the day-to-day tasks, um, and yet we have this deep-rooted fear, this structure again, this domestication that's going on. Um, and again, the Four Agreements just really pulled it out of me. Uh, there's a quote here that says, you know, the fear of being rejection becomes the fear of not being good enough, and. You know, again, here I am doing all of the self-discovery, learning to just be and to not have to feel like I need to add value and I don't always have to be doing something. I can just simply, you know, my existence is great, you know, like God, the the universe, a higher being, you know, created me just to be loved. And yet here I am still trying to earn it, trying to, you know, leave my mark and make it a point that I I deserve to be here. And let me show you, you know, so. Granted, I am grateful to be here. I am grateful to be having this experience um, of just this wonderful, beautiful life. Uh, I think it's, again, such a, a beautiful and amazing opportunity. Um, but again, to just think, I'll just keep going back to these words, right? The independence, the freedom, the liberty to just simply be me. You know, there's no other human in the world that has had the experience that, you know, feels, understands, listens, talks, hears, you know, the the way that I do. It's amazing of all the things, all the people, the plants I've looked at, the, um, you know, puddles I have jumped in, you know, the shit I've had to endure, right? Um, And I think that's what makes it all so beautiful. And yet we're so busy thinking of all the things that we don't have we're so busy of judging others, right, that he just talked about here in the book, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, if you're interested. Um, And and it's just so crazy to think about. Why can't we just let people live? You know, funny enough, I was having a conversation with my cousin the other day, and, um, you know, she was just telling me that she was pursuing being an architect, uh, and she was so excited about it, and she loved it, and You know, she's just always loved being able to express herself through art. And so she thought, how cool to be able to do it in buildings and projects and, you know, something that could stay forever. And, you know, her professors told her, oh, well, she's too artsy, so she should, you know, change her major to art, Uh, which broke my heart, you know, because especially, again, as an engineer, uh, you know, and I've openly talked about it, many podcasts, conversations, speeches, you name it. Um, It's a sad reality. But people told me, oh, well, you know, you know, you don't belong here. Or, you know, it's cute you think you can be here. Uh, Or, again, I I openly had to take calculus, too. You know, I registered five times, y'all. Like, you know, math was certainly not my strong suit, but I enjoyed it. I loved it. I, you know, it was fascinating to me that I could learn how to explain the world around me with integrals and, you know what I mean? Just calculations, limits, and proofs. And it was was crazy to me. I mean, just a, a world of... Wow, you know, and so for someone to tell me that I couldn't do that, the hell I couldn't. I don't care if it took me a decade, (laughs) you know. Um, And so here we are putting our judgments, our own insecurities, our fears, limitations onto other people and like they don't deserve that, y'all. We don't deserve that. We don't like it when people try to push us down or you know, have something ugly to say like, okay, well, if I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna mess up, like, let me do it and mess up, you know? It doesn't hurt you. And again, like, we're all having this human experience. We all make mistakes. We all sometimes have to learn the hard way, you know? We all wanna give advice and be listened to. <laughs> and it's, it's just crazy to me. It's, it's absolutely crazy to me um, that, again, here we are, really pushing and just wanting to be our own selves and you know we kind of just get lost in it and so as much as we feel like we're fighting against the norm and we're wanting to be this you know beautiful wildly free creature um, because you know that that's what we are and yes we have a higher sense of self and awareness and you know we're the only animal on the planet that again that we even know of right that has a sense of consciousness and you know that i can think therefore i am um, and it's beautiful, but I feel like, you know, we, or not that I feel that all kinds of philosophy, right? That our head, it, we're so much lost in our thoughts and we continue to overwhelm ourselves with the way things should be the way it ought to be. Um, again, here in this, literally again, in this intro, y'all, I, I, I couldn't make this up and this is only the first few pages and he like grabs you by the throat, <laughs> um, you know, but to be alive is the biggest fear humans have literally says this in the book y'all like i mean that that's crazy the risk to be alive and express who we really are just being ourselves is the biggest fear of humans this is the intro y'all like i'm ugh. (laughs) and i just think you know to me a goal would just to be be irrationally independent you know again like what is it that you want that you feel that you know you're that you can do. And granted, you know, we have these societal constructs that, you know, we feel like we need to fit into, but, you know, do something wild and crazy. Uh, one of my biggest examples of, you know, follow your dreams no matter how silly or crazy or, you know, nobody understands is, you know, I'll tell these girls, hey, you're capable of anything, literally anything. And I'm totally open and like one of my crazy wild, just ad- adventures of Brianne dreams <laughs> is to live in a tree house and I want to physically build it myself. I want to chop down trees. I want to, you know, lovingly create a a space, a home, a, you know, creation for me. For me and no one else. And granted, you know, I have a life partner now, so he'll probably have to be invited. But, you know, things like that where, I don't know where I got this from. I I just thought the idea was crazy. And funny enough, like, now we even have shows, right, about the tree houses and there's, going all over the world you know renting out these airbnbs just to simply go and be secluded and i I mean this has just been a dream of mine ever since i was little and i said i don't care whether people not whether you know whether or not people get it i was just given this dream in my heart and you know even if i just do it for a week right like it's just it's something it's something i you know that is calling to me and again nobody else has to understand it may be silly it may be crazy uh, Funny enough, another book, Love by Leo Buscalgia, that you know, I reference from time to time, but it's that, one of my favorite, it is my favorite book. He says, the best thing anyone can ever do is call you crazy, because it frees you from anything else. <laughs> right? If I'm rolling around the grass, and you're like, oh, that's Brianne, she must be crazy, like, you know, she's a crazy person. Then the next time you see me with an umbrella jumping in puddles or dancing in the rain, oh, yeah, she's just crazy. Like, that only reassures it, right? Like, who cares? I can do what I want now. Please give me the crazy title because I just want to live my life <laughs> however the hell I damn well please. So it's something that simple, uh, but again, that holds so much weight. Um, so I just, again, for me, I think independence and I just, I think irrationally independent. And even that, what is irrational? Uh, you know, let's, let's have that conversation. What's something that you can do? Simple. You know, for me, it's sometimes even just having chocolate cake for breakfast. You know, that, that's a decision I'm making. Um, I think freedom and I initially want to say freedom from fears you know I I want to just be free of fears I don't want my insecurities to take over I don't want to you know see another woman being successful and be fearful that she's taking my opportunities you know the, the fear you know creates this lack of abundance it creates scarcity in my mind and thinking oh there's only so much to go around when in reality, you know, I find what I'm looking for. You know, we all do. And so so really not allowing fears to limit us because that's the, the hard truth. You know, when we understand fear and we have the courage to continue on otherwise, push through it, um, you know, walk with it, because it's not gonna go anywhere, but just simply having the freedom of fears. Um, I'm Patriot 37 here again and I have the book because I just, I half the book is damn highlighted <laughs> but you know he says humans are addicted to suffering humans are addicted to suffering like how crazy is that says humans are addicted to suffering at different levels and to different degrees and we support each other in, main, in maintaining those addictions like just how, how crazy is that to, to really acknowledge and understand that because we know it to be true It's easy to have a self-pity party. It's easy to feel bad for yourself. It's easy to remind yourself of all the hurt you've been through and the pain that you're feeling or the discomfort or you're not where you're at or what a failure you are. Like, that's super easy. society reminds us, right? We have makeups and ads and all of this marketing, you know, like every two seconds saying, oh, you need this dress, you need to look like this. We have all these influencers living this perfect life you know um, traveling the world and doing all these amazing things and they only talk about the pretty stuff you know the big smiles on their face and all it does is make us feel less than well I'm not that happy or you know well, my rings not that big my house isn't that pretty I don't have that many nice things and, and in reality we're being sold this hey you need more you need more you need more Um, talk off my soapbox for a second I it it, it hurts me because I catch myself going there so often. And from the side of liberty, I really just think of limitless liberty. You know, if I just allow myself the freedom to literally have limitless liberty, I mean, just just to, and I say literally, but, yeah, alliteration here going on with all these L's, Uh, but just to think about it. If you were to allow yourself limitless liberties, what would that look like? Truly limitless. What would that look like if you could just do anything? Dreams, happiness, I, I mean anything. Uh, I wanted to read here as we kind of close out the last couple pages, uh, and I say last couple pages, but here I page 18, again from The Four Agreements by uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. He starts by saying, not, per, not being perfect, we reject ourselves. And the level of self-rejection depends upon how effective the adults were in breaking our integrity. After domestication, it is no longer about being good enough for anybody else. We are not good enough for ourselves because we don't fit into our own image of perfection. We cannot forgive ourselves for not being what we wish to be or rather what we believe we should be. We cannot forgive ourselves for not being perfect. We know we are not what we believe we are supposed to be and so we feel false, frustrated and dishonest. We try to hide ourselves and we pretend to be what we are not. The result is that we feel unauthentic and wear social masks to keep others from noticing this. We are so afraid that somebody else will notice that we are not what we pretend to be. We judge others in accordance of our image of perfection as well. And naturally, they fall short of our expectations. We dishonor ourselves just to please other people. We even do harm to our physical bodies just to be accepted by others. You see teenagers taking drugs to avoid being rejected by other teenagers. They are not aware that the problem is that they don't accept themselves. I'll change this. We are not aware that the problem is that we don't accept ourselves. We reject ourselves because we are not what we pretend to be. We want to be a certain way, but we are not. And for this, we carry shame and guilt. Humans punish ourselves endlessly for not being what we believe we should be. And then I want to say a page later, he says, you know, in your whole life, nobody will ever, ever abuse you more than you abuse yourself. So with this holiday weekend, especially again, as we celebrate, um, you know, the 4th of July, Independence Day. I would like to challenge you to think about this, right? Independence, freedom, and liberty, what they mean to you. How are you expressing your independence in the world? How are you really allowing yourself to be free, right? Be irrationally independent. Have freedom of fears, freedom from fears. And what limitless liberties are you allowing yourself to have? And with that, again, this was just such a, a profound reflection for myself. I wanna thank you all so much for your time, uh, You know, listening and joining in. Uh, per usual, please feel free to share with anyone you think it would be helpful. Uh, share with anyone and continue to have this conversation within yourselves. Um, if there's anything you'd like to share with me, y'all know where to find me, feel free to send me a voice note or um, you know, hit me up in the DMs on any other social media, all connected here. Uh, And I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Wishing you all a wonderful weekend. And uh, sending you so much light and wonderful energy. I will check you out later in the next one. Bye Bye.